Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Shannon, co-host of Pier 54 General Hospital Fan Podcast. Just wanted to give a heads up that this episode was recorded on our phone in the car, so the listening quality might not be the best, but thank you so much for listening about our experience with the GH Fantasy event. Hello. Hi. I guess welcome to the bonus episode. We don't really have an intro for this. But we are on our way home. We just wrapped up the GH Fantasy event. I'm driving. Amanda's holding the phone. We are <laughs> yes. being safe. Always very safe. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm just blown away. If you've been wondering, is it worth it to go to the fantasy events? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That it, Wow. So we did pay for, we got the platinum package. We got there at probably a little bit about 10. Yeah. Point, but doors opened at... Doors open at 9.30, and we had the opportunity to, so they're still under COVID guidelines, so they had three people at a table, two tables between us and them, and then we did get the chance to go together, so it's not like they didn't keep us, they didn't keep us apart. That's right. We were just a little separated. Together forever. (laughs) Even on the bonus episode, (laughs) she did Shannon karaoke. (laughs) Oh. And then we had a little break for lunch. Yes, it was a very nice date night for us. It was a date <laughs> day, day. Day day for us. Together. It was a nice day out. I've really enjoyed it. So what was your favorite part? So do you want to explain anything else about? No, so you get your picture taken with them and you oh, have yeah, a few yeah, minutes yeah. to chat while they're signing whatever it is that you want them to sign. And then they have the break and then you come back and they do Q&A. And then after that was the group picture, which we did not participate in because we had already got the individual ones. So... 
And they weren't individual, individual, again, because of, of COVID. COVID. Right. But I, I wonder how they decide who sits with who. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. So, oh, we should probably say who was there. I guess that would help. Maybe. So the one table was, I'm just going to use their character names because we know that that's what I do. Um, Olivia, Spencer, and Nicholas. Yes. Which was confusing because Spencer's real name is Nicholas. So yes. I'm impressed that he could keep up with the flow of who was talking to Well, him. it makes sense that they would put Marcus Coloma and Nicholas right. Chavez together Scott. because they're Nicholas and Spencer and then Olivia. Mm-hmm. And then at the other table was Wes Ramsey, who's Peter, mm-hmm. and Liesl Obrecht, Kathleen Gotti. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it makes sense that they were together. So then the other one was Donnell Turner, Curtis. But I felt like they were both more the wrong turn. I turned too soon. That's okay. We're touring Pittsburgh. Hey. Yep. Hey. <laughs> this is a two-part or multi, you get multi-purpose episodes there anyway. There you go. <laughs> um, I feel like Curtis didn't get to talk as much at the tables because of who he was sitting with. But then whenever it was Q&A on stage, he spoke more. Yes. So I feel like the Q&A was my favorite part just because... They weren't reserved to just answering the questions in a standard way. It felt to me that they were giving a different answer than perhaps what they just gave in Detroit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure some of them are the same because Kathleen said a couple of times, you've heard this story before to her other castmates. But I felt like, for the most part, each one was an original answer. And they were telling stories about, oh, this one time I blah, 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 or whatever. We won't spoil it for you. But, yeah, if you ask good questions, they have good answers. Yeah, I mean... Nicholas Chavez shared the story about how he decided to become an actor and it was basically he practiced giving communion in his living room and it sounds like his parents were under the impression that he wanted to be a priest and he's like, no, I just want to stand up in front of people and get them to do what I want them to do and I see the priest do that. So, (laughs) that was, it was a lot of fun and yeah, I mean, some people had some really good creative questions we got to hear what was your favorite question that we didn't ask that someone else thought to ask let me think on that but i feel like you have a question in mind being that you just asked me that question (laughs) i liked when they asked who the mentors were yes because i was surprised by some of those answers which one were you surprised by i was surprised that wes said jason steve burton yeah yeah that he took him under yeah not that I didn't well, think they would be friends, but because in my mind they're similar ages and have similar experience, I wouldn't well, see Laura one being Well, and Laura Wright and Steve Burton have been friends for years, so I would imagine he already knew Wes. Right. So I just wouldn't have thought of them as, I don't know, to me, mentor in my mind is an older person mentoring a younger person, and Steve and Wes are close enough in age that I wouldn't see it as a mentor. But obviously I can see that. Steve's yeah. been on the show for a million years, so... It makes sense. And Wes was coming onto his turf and was like, hey, we're going to be working in this dynamic together. This is our storyline. Right. You know, I liked that. I think that, so somebody asked, who have you not worked with that you would want to? Mm -hmm. And it was funny because Wes mentioned that up until like the past couple months, Sonny and Peter had never been in the room. And we, I feel like we intellectually knew that because we had talked about the fact that he had never had a scene with Carly. Uh-huh. So we kind of already knew that-ish. Right. But it's one of those things, and they talked about it. They're like, there's so many different people, and you might be in the same room, but you've never shared a word with them. Right. And my, I think 
going off of that, um, someone asked about wardrobe, and it was interesting I to hear that, that um, Olivia had the same thoughts that we did on that dress when she was visiting Brooklyn in the hospital, because I remember us saying, who would wear that? What are they doing right. to her? And it's not like they explained it away by, oh my gosh, I just got here from work. Right. I mean, that dress would have been a hot date night dress. I know it was nurse's ball, but still, that that was, it it was the next day. She wouldn't have still been in an outfit like that. So, I was waiting for her to talk about her wedding dress, though, because she looked amazing in that dress. I wanted her to say. Well, you should have stood up and asked. I should have asked. What was her favorite outfit? Well, we asked what, we asked had what they knew about the show beforehand, because I knew from listening to Stephen Bradford that Donnell had watched it, like, Uh a long time ago. I didn't know that he'd no longer, well... He was on the eighties, so. yeah. But he's very specific that he watched it in the eighties with like Luke and Laura. Oh, we should have asked him. So, what's it like that Curtis and Laura have such a cute friendship? Yes, because they really do. They really do. But so we asked, like, how many of you? But Lisa Lissero mentioned that she grew up watching the show. Mm-hmm. So we asked who was familiar with the show. You know, what was your process like? And Kathleen mentioned that. She always said she had never watched soap operas, but then she had this memory just like triggered from something of her sister making fun of her because she overheard her playing in her bedroom being like, Oh, Alice, or Oh, Alice, I love you. Oh, Henry, I love you. And so at dinner, (laughs) her sisters, her sisters, like she would be someone fun to get to know also. I could just picture them teasing each other. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. And. Then somehow the conversation got around to, oh, it was the same conversation, sharing scenes with each other. Yes. The not sharing scenes. Donnell and Nicola Chavez mentioned that Curtis and Spencer have not shared right scenes. And so I was like, all right, so do you think <laughs> Curtis is Trina's dad? Because that'll give it to you. He did not give a good answer. He was like, that would I be okay it, if that was happening. I, I thought it was a good answer. I no. thought he answered it without I mean, I knew he away if he knew. Yes, I knew he couldn't answer it even if he knew, but I wanted just a little more of a hint. Of, His answer yes, was he's going. in a stable relationship. He has a stable income. He just bought a house with Portia, and Curtis would be ready for that change in his life. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good answer of... I mean, it wasn't a bad answer, but I felt like he could have given us a little more of a hint. I did think Although was, he kept making fun of the fact that he, he hit on his... <laughs> yes. Yes, he said brother's that was, widow. That was a difficult scene, was was trying to chase after his sister-in-law. Yeah. I also thought it was funny how many people did not know that Kathleen's accent was fake. Yes. And it was weird hearing her talk without the accent. But it's so crazy to hear her go in and out of it. Because yes. she would jump into it in a second... She's very, I mean, she has a theater background, but she's right. very theatrical. Yes. You know, it's, I feel like she could put on a one-woman show. Oh, absolutely. I think she's done that at the nursing hall before. Well, and we joked about it a couple weeks ago on the podcast that, oh, that'd be funny to have a one-person podcast, but have all the different, she could do it. She could. And I don't think people would have any idea. Mm-mm. No. Not a, not a bit. We'll have to mention that to her. Have you ever thought of having a one-woman podcast? Oh, that's right. We actually talked to Kathleen. And we're going to have something coming up. Yay! So, yay! <laughs> oh, it was just a whole great day. Like, everyone was in such a good mood. Everyone that was there, you could tell, wanted to be there. And they were just as much of a GH fan as we were. Now, I was surprised that 
so we were trying to decide what to bring to have signed. And we're like, okay, we both have the scrapbook. We should just bring the scrapbook. And you had mentioned, you're like, probably everyone gets their scrapbook. And I, I think that's totally fair because most people, that's that's a good item to get signed. That is 100%. a good item. Then we joked around about, well, should we get the, I don't want to say joked around, tossed around the idea, maybe the travel guide to Port Charles. Right. You, you know, did see someone with that. I did see that. But... Most people bought shirts there and just had those shirts signed. Yeah. There was a couple of women that I saw had tumblers mm-hmm. that they just kept getting signed. Yeah. It looked like they had already had some signatures on them. And so what we did was we created poster boards of our logo for us to sign, for us to have them sign. Right. And we're going to keep them in our houses. Mm-hmm. So when we go up to the first table, Wes took a look at our shirts and goes, where all the crazy stuff happens, Pier 54. <laughs> And, I mean, he thought it was really cool. He did. That, you know. I was just impressed that he got it, like, instantly. To be like, oh, that's where all the interesting conversations, Wes. That's what happens. Like, yes. Interesting conversations. Well, no, but that's what he before. said to us yes. was, he's like, yeah, everyone's always hanging out at the pier. <laughs> and he's like, that's really cool. And then Kathleen took a picture of our shirt. Yes. That was amazing. Within two seconds, she's like, do you mind if I take a picture of you? We're like, what? <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> like, do you want one? We'll take it off right here. You can have it. It's okay. <laughs> we'll give it to Oprah. And then Oprah can just be doing whatever. It can be her nightshirt for Scott. There you go. You know? All right. Oh, so then when we were at the other table and Lisa saw it, she was like, Oh my gosh, I thought so cute. And then Spencer, Nicholas, not Nicholas, Nicholas. Well, it's, that one's difficult, so just stick with the character name. That's why I've just kept saying Nicholas Chavez. There you go. So Spencer, we handed them our business cards in case they'd like to chat with us. And he was like, oh, this is so cool. And it was so sweet because it was a genuine, this is so cool. Yeah. Like, Thank you. And he flipped it over. Or no, who flipped? Someone flipped it over and was like, well, meet you. Oh, I think it was Wes. Yeah. And he's like, well, meet you at the pier. That's great. So, but you're right. They had like a genuine, oh my gosh, this is so neat. And I had the chance to, I was so torn if I was going to or not. Oh, I knew you were going to. But you should have asked me. I would have told you. So I had a chance to thank Lisa LaCicero for how how she's been portraying Olivia walking through the autism storyline. And we both cried Mm -hmm. talking. And she held my hand. She held your hand. She <laughs> reached across the table. We're not supposed to touch them. And she reached across the table, held my hand. And we had a bonding moment. Yes. And so much praise for our buddy Easton. And somebody asked about, like, what's it like? You know, does he have supports and stuff on set? And Lisa mentioned about how either mom or dad is always there, you know, but all the children do have supports, but that they, you know. And then she mentioned that both Wally and uh, Mara you know, our parents of autistic children. Right. And she echoed what he said in our interview, being a GH is his favorite place. Yes. Being at work. I wanted to stand up and be like, by the way, he likes it more than Disney. Exactly. Exactly. If you need to question if she's being honest, just listen to the podcast because you'll hear him say it's his favorite thing even more than Disney. Yep. Yeah. He loves his work. He loves what he does. And she even said, she's like, he truly, truly loves his job. It's not, um, oh, she was like, it's definitely not like the parents driving it. You know, it's, he wants to be there. He loves his work and they love having him. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, they meant, they talked about the nurses' ball. Yeah, and about it makes the sense, cost. Though. It so I didn't think about that uh-uh. that they have to pay. So we knew that they had to pay for songs, right? I mean, we talk about it several times when, especially like, when we talk about the eighties. Paul McCartney the was being played on the jukebox right behind Prince, right? You know, like those are kind of big names. Mm-hmm. And now we can't even get like a ringtone, right? She said that they have to pay per platform in perpetuity. That is so crazy. And how many platforms are there? Mm-hmm. Like that's insane, right? Right. You don't want to spend twenty thousand dollars of your budget just on one song, right? And if they have, oh, we should have asked. But what about the fact that there are so many songwriters on the show? Because Marcus is a musician. Oh, that's Marcus true. Marcus Columbus is a musician. That's so true. is James Patrick Stewart. I and, wonder if they'd have to license and William their songs, Lipton. But do you think that they wouldn't cut their employer a deal? I'm sure that they could come to some kind of an arrangement if William. Well, Lip- didn't they say that William Lipton wrote the one? He did for um, Joss and Oscar. He wrote Northern Star. Okay, which I think was Cam's. Was it Northern Star? Northern Sky or something like that. But yeah, it was the year that Oscar died, but he did not write... Did even McCoy write the song that she sang for Oscar? Maybe that was William Lipton. Okay, we need to go back. We will have to go back. Yeah, but he... William Lipton did write a song Cam sang. Mm Mm-hmm. But like Marcus Coloma, there was a song that um, James Patrick Stewart as Valentine sang at the Nurses Ball. That was James Patrick Stewart's song. Yeah, we'll have to remind them of that. <laughs> Call like, them excuse like, hey. me, do you remember that you already employ talented musicians? Yes. But it made sense. It does. Uh, it did. But yes. Yeah. Especially some of the younger crowd, because they'd want to do current songs, and $20,000 of your budget is insane. Plus the costumes Her and songs. the set. So, yeah. it's So that explains why they have Oyo Valet or Oikos or whatever being the yes. sponsors because they're paying for the paid advertisement on General Hospital, probably helping to balance out the mm-hmm. cost of songs. Right. But I imagine, so like that would probably be 150 easy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if the nurse's ball is what, two, three days long and we have, so yeah. Yeah. It does make me sad though. I love the nurse's ball. Yeah. Me too. But we're going to get the Deception IPO. Yes, we'll have the song for that. Yes. So hopefully Chase will sing. Yes. And what else? Okay, so you got a chance to actually talk to Marcus and Nicholas while I was loving on Lisa. <laughs> so please fill us in on... I mean, and we don't want to give away everything that we talked no, about. No, but, no, Because right, I... We're... Mm-hmm. Part of it was our own experience yes. that we get. And we seriously want to encourage you to go have your own experience, not yes. to just live through ours, even though it was amazing. Yes. Um, no, I was just talking to them. They didn't know that... Easton. The Easton, thank you, um, is on the spectrum. And so whenever you were talking to Lisa about it, they were like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, we got to talk to him. And he was so proud of the fact that they saw it an actor so that it was as true to life as possible. And, yep. um, yeah, they were really impressed by that. They said what a great kid he was and that he came up and 
interrupted them playing chess, but not like in a rude way. It was just like, hey, you're playing chess. What's this right. about? Yeah. So they had no idea, which just makes me love the show even more and the actors even more that they're just a family. It's not like, oh, this is, you know, weird or whatever. Right. It's, oh, it's my like kids asking his, questions. And we heard from his mom that once his diagnosis had to come out on the modeling side, that they moved him into a different category and now he doesn't get jobs which is just that's a whole other thing that we could talk about that's messed up right but that was one thing that lisa did talk about because i joked and said but i was like you guys are doing a great job but the fact that he's gotten services so quickly is ridiculous Mm -hmm. i said that is not true to life and she's like i have mentioned that we need to bring up the fact that we are billionaires and that's why this is working out right now right so, thank you, Lisa. Exactly. But, oh, they were just, they were just so lovely. And it wasn't even just to us. Obviously, we enjoyed our experiences the most, but you could hear them interacting with other fans. And yes. they were just as kind and courteous and excited to hear what they had to say. Even though, you know, some of the stories were probably the same stuff they hear every day of, I've listened or watched the show all this time, blah, 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 or whatever. They gave, genuine time and attention to every person that came and at the end thanked everyone sincerely and what impressed me not the most because i feel like each area like there was something the whole way around Mm -hmm. but at the end they do a raffle yes so they do a raffle and there was a group of women up in the front and i actually didn't hear if he was trying to remember for the other ones but they gave away what like eight raffles oh no there were six of them so there was five because each person picked a ticket, but Donnell did not. Okay. So there was five giveaways. Wes Ramsey remembered half the people who won's names. Yes. Yes. So I feel like if he got your name and he messed up one and he's like, oh, I think you're, and he's like, oh no, that's right. With a T. Yeah. So he remembered. Yes. You know, and I think that that says a lot. It does. Donnell remembered someone too. The second that she started to walk up to the table. Yeah, He was like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because I forgot your name already. But, I mean, <laughs> he remembered. So, they're people just like us. Yes. And we got recognized. We did. That was, like, amazing. That was... So, there was a woman standing in line that says, weren't you on JLJ Media? And we're like, yes, we were. I, I think we both said in shock, yes, yes, we were. <laughs> And she's like, I remember the two of you. So thank you. That was so awesome. Yep. So we got, and we met a girl who has met a hundred soap actors. Yes. As of today. Yes. Like today was her hundredth. The shit, that book was really cute. Yes. I really liked that. And she had them numbered and where she met them, I think. Yeah. She had where she met them. Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But it was just, it was a good time. It was, it was a nice day out for us. Yes. I can't wait for the next one. I know. Now we're going to have to become groupies. Yep. (laughs) But I feel like they definitely, they were focused on giving us a unique experience and not having canned answers. And I mean, they surprised each other with some stories. Oh, oh, oh. The big reveal of Maxie's crush on Curtis. Oh my gosh. That was so cute. We can totally share that one. Yes. Because we mentioned it. We mentioned about how Kirsten Storms, we were like, is that Kirsten Storms checking out Donnell Turner's butt as he's leaving the yoga studio? No, apparently Kirsten Storms made a choice a while ago that Maxie has a crush on Curtis. Which is just so cute. Yeah. 
so cute and so perfect because they are like friendly towards each other but not not in a inappropriate way it's just uh yeah i'm i'm with you well (laughs) it's just gonna appreciate that they don't interact you know so it's no they're not like they've seen each other at the nightclub and she's like hey curtis how are you blah 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 and stuff but i i like the but fact it's not that like they're in close right proximity she appreciates the hard work he puts in at the gym yes. don't we all yes but it was it was just so good it was good. we're just gonna keep saying that yes exactly we could probably end it now before we say it 16 probably more times but we just wanted to give you a little bonus episode because we've said that we would share a little bit about the event so like amanda said definitely go see it you know if you have one coming to you it's worth the ticket get to meet other fans yes and maybe us depending on which one you go to yeah boom yeah i mean if that's not the highlight would it (laughs) (laughs) you know these people who have been doing it for so long oh and but okay nicholas chavez has some thoughts about his character storyline I, I thought that he, oh my gosh, what he said about love. Oh my God. I was going to turn to you and be like, did we just get schooled by, uh, I don't know. How I don't feel is, like 19, that. Year old. I don't feel like that's going to come up again, like in another, but he's just said, he's like, I feel like love is when you can fully trust the person. And that they're like, going to use with, that truth to their mutual advantage. Yeah. Like it was like a, basically mutual trust, but it was, it was something about the way that he said it. And he's like. So he has the least amount of barriers up whenever it comes to Trina. He still has some, but he has the least amount whenever it comes to Trina. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. So that was fun. It was. So hopefully you enjoy this week's recap. And don't forget to listen to the Poor Charles 411s. Yeah. Have a good... Whatever it is. Weekend, wherever you're at. (laughs) In your schedule. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.